This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Want to advertise on this podcast? Email sponsorshiplollipop at gmail.com. Lights, camera, action. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Table Reads, the podcast where we take scripts that have never been filmed and read them so that you might experience the joy of terrible writing that Hollywood has tried to deny you. Your hosts on this tour of unproduced dreck are Sean McBee and me, Trevor Thompson, who have written enough terrible nonsense together and apart that it should keep this show running forever. I hope it lasts forever. I do. I do too, Sean. I don't want this to ever end. Um, I think uh, what we've built here in the studio, in the in the uh, Table Read studio here, which is also coincidentally every other podcast studio, I think what we've built every, here... Every one of our other podcast studios. Yes, exactly. Not all the podcasts in the world are here in my uh, apartment. WTF but, uh, does not uh, record We should here. be so lucky, right? But anyway, we're back, and I do uh, look forward to uh, Table Reads. And uh, as, as I think the audience does, and uh, I'm excited about doing uh, more of this, uh, it's called Asylum, this Batman Superman unproduced script from 2002. Yes. Written in 2002. Uh, well, this draft was written in 2002, June 21st, 2002, um, which I've remembered for a whole week. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> don't. Don't give our secrets away, Sean. Um, it's uh, it really has some echoes of the Batman vs Superman that comes yeah. out. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're doing uh, this next uh, week. So next week from now, one week from today, um, the Batman vs Superman home recording. I don't want to say video because it's wrong. Yeah, it's not. It's not video, video but uh. The the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice stupid title long too much uh, <laughs> uh, comes out on Blu-ray DVD and uh, iTunes and shit I guess uh, next week and um, there there are echoes of it but really just some minor themes. There are no more echoes because I shut all the doors. That's not the echoes I meant, Trevor. I know what you're saying. Not the ones I meant at all. <clears throat> um, but uh, it's t- t- we're 14 pages in, and so far it's far better. Um, oh, my let's God. See. Uh, so we, we can recap it's really quickly. It's lighthearted. It's fun. Yeah. I don't feel like everybody's just going to murder everybody. And in fact, Batman got so mad over uh, Robin getting murdered uh, sometime in the past that he's like, man, I really feel like murdering all these bad guys. Maybe I should stop being Batman. Because yeah. if I keep going, I'm going to murder some fucking people. <laughs> and and, and, yeah. and, and Zack Snyder wasn't around to talk him out of quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder is just like, listen, man. Zack Snyder was like, dude, dude, just trust your feelings on this. Just murder. Get all murdery. <laughs> I mean, if you could start mounting machine guns on your vehicles and then just, like, blast them straight into crowds of criminals, that would be ideal. <laughs> I, ideally, though, ideally, ideally, though, I'd be murdering who you murdering. Uh, 
key and peel rule. We still need to see Keanu. I know. Hopefully by the time this comes well, let's out. Let's watch it tomorrow. Okay. You're uh, up tomorrow, right? I still have, yeah, but I still have some shit to do. But yeah, we'll watch yeah, it. Fuck your point. shit. Let's go watch Keanu. We'll watch Keanu. It's only two hours. Yeah, like that. Unless we want to try and review it. But anyway. Nah. Um, yeah, we definitely want to see it. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, people are listening to this going, what that's are they been out of the theaters for like a while? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, uh, here's what happened. Um, there was a 700 foot tall glass domed obelisk monument. 700 foot tall. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's fucking large. It's a bit, it's probably not that tall. <laughs> I mean, that's taller than the Statue of Liberty for sure. It's probably not. They, they probably weren't planning on shooting a real existing building. Well, or if it was a real existing building, it would have been like in Ghostbusters with Dana Barrett's apartment where they picked a building and then added a top to it. Well, I mean, buildings can be 700 feet tall easily. Um, but monuments? Mm-hmm. Like the Washington Monument. Right. Way larger than, right. than I would have thought. You can see it from all over D.C., which I didn't realize until going to D.C. He means Washington, D.C., not D.C. Comics. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, oh, so um, is, is there anything that, else? that got blown up by a terrorist who um, some people were going to beat with a... Uh, yeah, the Washington Monument is only 555 feet tall. I looked that shit up. Um, <laughs> yeah, he didn't just know it. Uh, okay, so... Terrorist blows up this monument. Superman saves it. Um, he could have stopped the bomb in the first place if only he was willing to change in front of a couple of people. Yeah, right. A couple of make, making out clerks. Yeah, they would have never noticed. Um, um, so uh, Clark's married. Bruce uh, gets married. Clark is not married. Clark is divorced. No, getting divorced. Still has. You said, the, but you just said Clark's married. He is married. Oh, that's right. He's getting divorced, but he's married. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a chance he can look. If if they go through with a divorce between Lois and Clark in this movie, I'll be shocked. Why? Because he's Superman. He's gonna save his marriage to Lois Lane. I don't think that's gonna happen. Or she's gonna die. I think that's gonna happen. And then he's gonna get all murdery. Yep. I think sorry. That- I'm I'm thinking in the context of today's DC movies. No, dude. I I sincerely think that's exactly what is fucking gonna happen. He's gonna get. I think that's the direction they're going with this is I think they're going full. They're getting ready to go all full murdery. And I'm going based on Batman versus Superman. And the fact that we're learning as we read this, there's a lot of things that do end up in Batman versus Superman and other things that we've been. So I think they're trying to get this is 2002. They're trying to get all murdery. 2003. No, two. It was going to come out in 2003. Okay, yeah. You were right. Sorry. So, anyway, Didn't mean to correct you on something you were quite right. Quite all right. Okay, so real quick recap. Um, terrorist makes building go boom. Superman saves the building. Um, mob is about to beat a terrorist, the terrorist with a uh, lead pipe. Superman saves the terrorist from the mob. Terrorist then surprises him with a watch full of kryptonite dust that he blows in Superman's face. Yes. Um, Which would have been a great scene. I would have loved to have seen that scene. He he scene. The Superman's like, oh fuck, and he drops the terrorist, and uh, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> say, oh fuck. It would have been great though. Yeah, uh, but in the water, unfortunately, he wasn't flying over like a concrete field where they grow concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. A field of concrete. <laughs> um, you know, just concrete spikes. Yeah. 
uh, it drops him in water, and then he falls in the water, and he's like, oh, God, I'm Superman, and I'm drowning. Somebody help. <laughs> I'm Charles Schultz, and I'm awake. So uh, Superman comes up, and then he finds, like, oh, the terrorist was wearing a mask the whole time. It could be anybody. It was a mask that looked like a face, you know, like uh, Total Recall or Mission Impossible or whatever. Um, and it had a, this is the beginning written on the inside of it. Cut to Bruce Wayne's fucking wedding. Clark's the best man, because of course he is. Yeah. Um, the bride is... It, would, it couldn't be Robin. The bride is someone named Elizabeth, because who the fuck is that? We know she's going to die. Jim Gordon's dead. Yeah. Barbara Gordon is Commissioner Gordon. And she's not in a wheelchair. Alfred is nowhere to be seen. and He does get mentioned, though. And Aunt Harriet exists. Aunt Harriet from the fucking 60s Batman exists. exists. I'm, I'm just waiting... <laughs> I'm just waiting to and see. And Bruce is fucking old. And I'm just waiting to exists. see uh, Commissioner Barbara Gordon with uh, Chief O'Hare. O'Hara. O'Hara, yeah. yeah. Not O'Hara, the fucking Chicago. Yeah, no, not. Airport. No, not that. Um, Chief O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on. Oh, Daddyo Faith and Bagara. <laughs> so, uh, five years ago, Batman retired because. <laughs> Robin got murdered, and uh, Batman uh, felt like he was going to get all murdery, so he's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to get married to some bitch named Elizabeth. And he and that bitch Elizabeth drove off literally into the sunset yep. in the Rolls Royce with Just Married and the tin cans and whatnot. That's and where we left that's off. That's where we left off. So let's get Still, back these into these scenes are not numbered. I wish they were numbered. I do, too. But it's very. It's going to be very tough for us to read, too, folks, because this is a... Like a Xeroxed, Xeroxed faxed yeah, it's like thing a, with it's serial like a, numbers on it and it's stuff. It's a PDF of a Xerox of a fax. Yeah, it's very... With very a watermark. Yeah, with a watermark over every page. Um, so, And also, um, in the background, we will be uh, playing a little playlist that we made of, of uh, basically every version of Batman or Superman-related music. From movies, animated series... Everything but Batman 66, pretty much. Which is which Sean did because he felt it would be inappropriate. And we're going into this cold every episode. We're, we don't know the script. We didn't know Aunt Harriet was going to be in this fucking thing. No, we didn't. And uh, I think maybe if we had known, we might have included at least one. I just hope she gets murdered. I do, too. And I hope she's upset, like, really, like... I hope, she, I, I hope her and Elizabeth both get murdered by Blofeld. From James Bond? Yes. Alright, fair enough. And with that, we get into it, back into Asylum. See, that's good. Yeah. That's the, that's why I chose it for the startup. I mean, it's not John Williams, but it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's not just noise. <laughs> now, now, hum me a bit from uh, one of the the new shared universe DC movies. Hum me a bit from Man of Steel. Come on! Oh, of course I can. It goes like this. Wait, no, it goes. No idea. Mm. Not memorable at all. Nope. Don't even remember the noises it sounds like. 
That was a great noise, Sean. Um, You're the director. Oh, that I'm the direction reader. Same thing. But yeah, it's mu- it's music like this, basically noise. Okay. Exterior Metropolis night. Clark emerges from a taxi, looks up the towering skyscraper's window lit face, steals himself. What? Not with an A, with two E's. Yeah. I'll get it. He's he's bracing himself to. Anyway, heads clearly ins- clearly he's uh, nervous about having a talk with Lois. Clearly, that's why you would steal yourself. He <sighs> is the man of actually. Yeah, that's how they spelled it with two e's. Okay. Yeah, that's how you would spell it. Heads inside interior Metropolis apartment building lobby night. The doorman steps around the front desk as Clark enters. Nervous, something amiss. Evening, Mr. K. How you doing? Evening, Ernie. They come? Come and gone. Her sister was with them. Made a lot of trips, though. Ernie looks over even more uncomfortable. Clark just nods. Women always keep a lot of stuff, I guess. I mean... Ernie trails off, just making it worse. It's all right, Ernie. You want me to get you some Chinese brought up or something, Mr. K? Clark just smiles, shakes his head. Ernie watches him walk to the elevators. Clark's words as Clark's words as much aloud as to himself. Everything's gonna be fine. Baby steps. Interior right. Baby steps to the elevator. (laughs) That's right. Exterior. Clark Kent's apartment. Interior. Interior. Clark Kent's apartment night. Though if a character could be at the exterior of their high rise apartment, it would be him. (laughs) That is a very very uh, cogent point, I guess. Okay, where was I? The door opens and Clark... Nope, en- you skipped the first word. I certainly did. Dark, but I said it earlier. Turns out the... N- turns on... Um, sorry. Dark. The door opens and Clark enters. Turns on the... Light? Light, I guess that is. <laughs> Hold on his face as he stares a beat, then closes his eyes. Reverse angle. The spacious apartment is literally half empty. We can't tell exactly what's missing. But it's everything on the left. (laughs) But Clark can as he enters frame, passing open cabinets and closet doors. See him as he touches empty shelves or crosses to a counter now. Or? Or? Whatever you guys want to do. Why don't you just tell us? Whatever you want to do when you guys shoot it. (laughs) Or crosses to a counter now. Only sparsely populated with framed pictures. Clark opens the refrigerator, pulls out a bottle of vodka, reconsiders, grabs the milk instead. Vodka or milk? Those are your options? Yeah. Come on, give the man a soda, maybe? Pours a glass. He moves his hands out of frame, something metal hitting the counter. He looks after it, his face a mask of pain. Clark exits, revealing what he has discarded. His wedding band... Oh, his wedding band lulls. Abandoned on the marble surface, finally still. Oh, wait. Exterior, beach, sunset. Bruce stands on the edge of the surf, (laughs) snorkels and masks in hand. I love this transition. Clark, in an empty apartment, his wedding ring slowly settling down on the counter as he finally has the courage to take it off. 
Yeah. Cut to Bruce on the beach honeymooning. Having a good old time. And it's usually the fucking... It's the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. That is Brooding actually... Bruce out jet-setting on the beach. I gotta be honest. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I mean, I, I don't really like it. Like... But it could be a Clark lot Kent worse. getting a divorce just seems... This could be a lot fucking worse, though. It could. It could be anything with Zack Snyder's name on it. Yeah, and a kind of a gold stain, stump, stoop, stump. That's his real name. Exterior beach sunset, Bruce stands on the edge of the surf, snorkels and masks in hand. Wait, so when he puts on the snorkel mask, does anyone go, wait a second? He goes, I'm snorkel man. (laughs) (laughs) You're at the bottom half of your face when the top half is obscured. Looks really familiar. Do I know you from somewhere, pal? Wait wait a minute. Talk like a wrestler for a minute. (laughs) Elizabeth finishes chatting to a waiter who heads away. Arriving. Apparently, Bruce Wayne is terribly famous. Good thing you're not him. What do I owe you? Can I sell your autograph on eBay? He tosses her a mask and a a snorkel. Oh, I'm sorry. He tosses her a mask and snorkel, and they wade into the surf. Sun breaks the clouds, lighting the sea. A perfect moment. Well, this sucks. (laughs) A perfect moment. This sucks. Yeah, awful. He kisses her. They dive into the water. That actually was funny. Good for you, Akiva. Akiva? Ah, Conta Quinte. Interior honeymoon bungalow. Kona? Kona. It's an island. Night. They grow coffee there. Yeah, I'm sure. You don't know what that is. You made that up. Nope. In the bedroom suite of these luxurious rooms, Bruce opens the doors to the... Do you need to... Never mind. The balcony, beyond only pitch black and the sounds of the ocean. Voiceover. Boo! Elizabeth has come up behind him. (laughs) His training kicks in. He turns around and punches through her head. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Vietnam flashbacks. He has fucking crime fighter flashbacks. He just body slams her and she breaks her back. (laughs) I am the knight! (laughs) Oh, sorry, honey. Honeymoon over. (laughs) That would be funny. In the bedroom suite of these luxurious rooms, Bruce opens the doors to the balcony, beyond only pitch black and the sounds of the ocean. Boo. Boo! Elizabeth has come up behind him a summer dress in a summer dress, wraps her arms around his chest. He turns into her embrace, smiling. What, not scared of the dark? No. And yes. It's a complicated question. Weirdest direction ever. Something about his eyes. You okay, babe? His smile seems touched by sadness. There it is again. What? <clears throat> that look. That one that comes over you when we're when you're hiding whatever it is you're still hiding from me. Bruce just stares. Bruce, can I ask you something? I'm not Batman. How many fucking times? God damn it! <laughs> I think I've waived my right to say no. Us being married and all. Hi, hi. I'm Batman and I'm married. <laughs> Your ward, Dick. Your ward. Yeah, he's always been. I know, his but ward. it's a weird term. It is a weird term. It's a sort of antiquated term. They don't use it in in new versions. Well, Dick hasn't been around in new versions. They didn't use it in the animated series, even. I remember. I was like, I never heard it. I think they probably did. 
But I'm not gonna fight you on it because you could be right. Your ward, Dick. How did he die? You know all this. He was murdered. Is that all? Is there something else? Something you're not saying? What the fuck more could there be? He was murdered. He was murdered. It's not like I'm candy coating this. He was murdered and he had cancer. (laughs) He was murdered by cancer (laughs) while he was trying to fight AIDS. (laughs) And parallel parking. He was really bad at it. He he got shot right in the cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Got shot in the cancer. Um, God damn it. This line. He was murdered. Is that all? Is there something else? Something you're not saying? Bruce stares at her. The beat lasts forever. Then. Um, just trying to read this. Yeah, there's literally... And it sounds like it's actually a good line, and the music is working. Of course we can't fucking read it. Just improvise something, Sean. No. Sometimes the memories just seem like uh, had a little too close to my life is all. The fact that you're, like, you're spacing it out seems like you're acting, but you're really just trying to read it. <laughs> People think you're making acting choices and you're just squinting. <laughs> she holds his eyes. What is with the holding of people's eyes? It's, that's not that bad a direction, Trevor. I don't like it, Sean. She holds his eyes, then amazingly, she smiles, a sudden impish light in her eyes. She's the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) What? A beat, deciding how much to say. Then... I've made you something. For when everything seems at its worst, to show you just how much I love you. She stills Bruce's question with a finger to his lips. It's a surprise. I like surprises. Are you wearing it now? Elizabeth laughs wickedly. (laughs) (laughs) You killed my sister. Not for tonight. It has to be just the right time. Wickedly? Was that the choice? (laughs) I mean, if you're going to fucking, in all your directions, if you're going to tell them what emotion to go for, how the shot's going to be, wickedly? (laughs) She's like, there's at least a clear point. I finally married him! (laughs) (laughs) At least there's a clear point of reference for wickedly. (laughs) Not for tonight. It has to be just the right time. Tonight, let's drink. What do you say? Hey, we're married. Let's get fucking sloshed. (laughs) Hey, man, I like that. I like that in uh, Jaws. Want to get drunk and fool around? You bet. Elizabeth crosses to a tray of champagne. The shark said that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Cry. (laughs) No, Brody said it. (laughs) To Hooper. (laughs) Carries it over to the bed. And then let's kiss. Patting the comforter. Well, I don't know. She's begun pouring the champagne. Now flips her hair and throws him her best harlot stare. Who am I kidding? I'm easy. Elizabeth laughs. Don't go anywhere. Bruce crosses to the next room. Elizabeth rises. Rises. Turns down the lights. Turns down the lights. Opens the suitcase. Door. Door. Doors. T- Door, suitcase, they look so much alike. Uh, Something. And then there's a bathroom. 
In the adjoining bathroom, Bruce splashes hot water on his face. For a long moment, he looks at himself in the mirror, and then he becomes Teen Wolf. Until, until the mirror fogs. He begins lathering his face with shaving cream. That's a weird time to shave. What should we do tomorrow? Anything you like. More of what we'll do tonight, then, but with chocolate. From the bedroom, Elizabeth laughs. <laughs> she, as you can hear, has a lovely laugh. Bruce has begun shaving. Bruce has begun shaving. That's that's what you should be getting upset about. Like, oh, Bruce has begun shaving. <laughs> yeah. By the way. It's weird. My, wo- my mother warned me about men like you. As I remember, your mother warned you about me specifically. By name. No reply. Silence. Lizzie? She's dead! <laughs> Bruce waits. Turns the water off. Elizabeth is heard laughing again, gently. <laughs> Bruce smiles, continues shaving. It wasn't that funny, sweetheart. Elizabeth laugh grows a <gasps> bit louder. Joker. Smilex. Nice. I hope that's what it is. <laughs> Elizabeth? Elizabeth's laugh. Elizabeth's <laughs> laugh goes on too long, too loud. Bruce freezes, his blood running cold. Drops the razor, running. In the bathroom, Bruce enters. Bedroom. Huh? Bedroom. Oh, in the bedroom. Did I say bathroom? I'm sorry. Mm. Bruce enters. Elizabeth stands on the balcony, her back to us, laughing grotesquely. <laughs> her body shaking, racking. Bruce runs to, runs to catch her as she collapses. As Elizabeth laughs, dies to a gurgle. Her head reels back, her face distorted by a horrid rigor. Eyes bulging, mouth twisted, impossibly wide into a ghastly, Joker-esque smile of exposed teeth and gums. Oh my god. Bruce falls to his knees, cradling Elizabeth's body. Elizabeth. He puts his mouth over hers, trying to give her a breath. Breathe, Elizabeth. Breathe. But she's still. Bruce stares down, unable to comprehend. No. Please, no. A small dart sticks out from Elizabeth's throat, painted bumblebee-like, with yellow and black stripes. Bruce plucks it without, with trembling hands, his eyes filling with tears. Elizabeth. No. No, no. Someone catches Bruce's, something catches Bruce's eye, and his breath halts in his throat as he stares up in utter horror. On the wall, red letters are scrawled, but we see them only in the mirror. Dine et foe, Gwinnabibeb et is hist. Pull back up, and as Bruce Wayne cradles his dead wife in his arms, screaming skyward, tears spilling down his face. Salazar! <laughs> <laughs> I like that scene, though. That's a good fucking scene. Yeah. Exterior, dark skies, night. Follow Superman as he soars desperately through the night. Oh, by the way, um, I called it. I knew she was going to get murdered as fuck. Yeah, dude. And I, the Joker is totally Batman's Blofeld. Good point. Okay, good point. That was uh, a point you made, though, in the last episode about Blofeld. Yeah, people have been listening. Of course they have. Also, I did say Blofeld in this episode as well. I apologize. 
Exterior dark skies night. Follows Superman as he soars desperately through the night, tightly clenched, fists thrust out. Every muscle and facial feature tense with determination. He's just fucking Hulk Hogan flying. He's like, I'm so mad that I got divorced. <laughs> and Bruce is like, oh, did you get divorced? I just I just picture him like with that all-purpose Ren and Stimpy Hulk man. Like fucking just fly! Fly! Anyway. My version wasn't funny. With every muscle and facial feature tense with determination. Interior honeymoon bungalow day. A blast of wind blows balcony doors open. Curtains flowing. Superman enters, catching his breath. I heard your wife laughing. <laughs> I knew it couldn't be good. <laughs> she's German. The empty room is now a... Or she's married to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <clears throat> she's a humorless cunt. The empty room is now a yellow taped crime scene. There's no one here. Superman looks down, swallowing back sadness. I don't know how you do that. The outline of where Elizabeth fell is marked in white chalk. Then Superman looks to the wall. The words are scrawled in the same script as the message inside the terrorist mask. On the wall, this is the beginning of the end. I knew it. Bruce was behind the whole thing. <laughs> I knew it. It's some guy in a helmet. Best line ever. Yeah, I told, I told Tom that the other day, by the way. <laughs> I was like, oh, we, we still say it to each other. Um, Did he write it? Yeah, Tom wrote that. In, oh, man. In fact, I'll tell you a story about it someday, but he it's its not just that he wrote that. It's that that was something from his college days that he boarded, and he never thought it would ever get produced. And then Tom Ruger saw it, and he's like, we have to do this, Tom. Are you fucking kidding? Did he appreciate that we love that line oh, yeah, yeah. forever? Um, I knew it. It's some guy in a helmet. To the point where... I can say really obscure lines from that. It's called Toby Danger, folks. Look it up. It's from Freakazoid. To the point where I can say really obscure lines to Tom. Like, I can start conversations with him, and he knows what I'm saying. Like, I remember one time I started a conversation with him about it just by saying, what's a saboteur, Pop? <laughs> <laughs> and he got it, of course, because he wrote it. Anyway. It's so fucking... <laughs> Let me throw a barrel at it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so good. I miss Freakazoid. Yeah. Everybody down. Exterior. Were, were we what? Were we reading a script? Maybe I believe we were. Exterior Gotham night. Establishing. Establishing shot. The Gothic skyline. Was it Gotham? Does it have a Gothic skyline? Really? Good word choice. Gothic skyline rises from the Gotham River. Haze. By the way, how many cities have a river named after them? Not many. I don't think any, really. Oh, well, yeah, let's uh, take the George Washington Bridge across the New York River. <laughs> the New York River. Yeah, I don't think I that. Okay. Oh. Uh, Gotham River. Gotham River. Haze. I think that's what that word is. Yes. Like a German expressionistic city of concrete, steel, and menace. Exter oh, man, you know, when, when you're hiring contractors... Like, oh, we like the concrete and steel. Could you could you scale back a little on the menace? We don't need... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gotham, exterior Gotham Street's night. Storm. Bruce's Rolls Royce recklessly navigates Gotham City's rain-drenched byways. It's always fucking raining in Gotham. Horn blaring. Can I get some sound effects, Sean? <laughs> 
skidding around a corner, almost running down a boy, almost running down a boy and his parents, ironically, leaving the movies. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, in the rolls, Bruce drives, white knuckling the wheel through the storm. He's disheveled, ruined, a man possessed. Exterior, Wayne Manor of Grounds, night, storm. The rolls races up the dark, slick, three-line drive. Interior, Wayne Manor, entryway, night, storm. Bruce throws the front doors wide, moving into interior, library, night, storm. Towering walls of books, stained glass windows, illuminated by flashes of lightning and distant rolls of thunder. Bruce crosses the dark room towards a bookcase set against the far wall, body drenched in rain, in sweat. Voice off screen. Bruce. Elizabeth stands in the shadows, face running with blood, illuminated by a sudden flash of lightning. Elizabeth. Fro- oh, sorry. But when lightning flashes again, we see not her, but... She's gone, Bruce. You know that. That was Clark. I'm oh, sorry, that was Clark, yeah. Bruce stands still a beat, gathering himself, shakes off the vision breathing away the past. What are you doing here? I heard what happened. I, I'm so sorry. I want to help. Bruce just stares at him. Clark tries to find more words. <coughs> Thank you, Sean. Coughing for effect. Whoever's attacking you, he's attacking both of us. We can... She's dead, Clark. So exactly what is it we're going to do? Clark looks at his old friend, not sure what to say. You should go. Whoa, what happened to the music? Sorry. Sorry, you said you should go. Say it again. <clears throat> you should go. Bruce, I've known you too long not to know what you're thinking. No, you can't imagine what I'm thinking. And I'm going to find whoever did this. And when I do, I'm going to take his skin and hang it in, hang it in front of his eyes. Before he dies, he'll know pain to make what I feel now seem like a distant whisper. The very the way the lightning illuminates the rags in Bruce's face. Rage. Rage. <laughs> rags in Bruce's face. He's a scarecrow now. <laughs> the way the lightning illuminates the rage in Bruce's face. Even a Superman. Oh my god, this writing. Uh, the way the lighting illuminates the rage in Bruce's face, even a Superman might feel afraid. Clark's voice is gentle. Now, now he's Superman? Yeah. And then in the, in the next line, it's Clark again. Fuck off. It won't ease the horror, letting justice turn into vengeance. Bruce crosses to a table, pulls open a false pallet of books to reveal a metal plate padlocked to the wall. You hung up your cowl. I was letting the music fucking swell up and get dramatic, you cunt. You hung up your cowl so that so that wouldn't happen, remember? Bruce lifts a metal trophy from the desk, begins banging the padlock with tremendous fury. I guess he lost the key. Clark, yeah, Car- Clark's words almost... What? Plead. Plead. Oh. Weird word choice to not be able to fucking read it. Okay, I'm going to just do the beginning of the line. You hung up your cowl so that wouldn't happen, remember? Kill and you become the dark you've spent your whole life fighting. Bruce opens the metal plate, places his palm on a censer beneath, 
bookcase slides to reveal a portal into darkness. You can't go back down there. You'll destroy everything you are, everything you've done, and all those deaths. Your parents, dicks, even Elizabeth's. Something, something, something. Will be in vain. Will be in vain. Bruce spins, trophy in hand, eyes blazing. Don't you dare. Don't you dare say her name. Why didn't you let the mob have him, Clark? For a moment, the impossible depth of Bruce's sadness is visible. Fathomless. A lifetime of such terrible loss. You know, so, um... We get it. Nothing too hard to act. Fuck. If you hadn't interfered, she'd still be alive. Please, Bruce. I couldn't know. But then the anguish is gone, replaced again by rage. You and your rules! What do you know about human suffering? You're some space freak you looking... Know, he's, he's Bruce, not Batman. No, he's Batman. Okay. I don't care if it says Bruce here. He's getting ready to be Batman. He's fucking Batman right now. Bruce is gone. If indeed he ever was there. What do you know about human suffering? You're some space freak looking down on us, preaching storybook wisdom. You don't have the right. That's what Lois knew. You're not even one of us. How dare you decide who lives and who dies. Now look what's happened. Now look. Might be light in Clark's eyes. Might be tears. You've killed her. Clark looks down at the floor, devastated. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I never meant for... If you're looking for forgiveness, you've come to the wrong place. Clark looks up, his expression terribly sad. I'll find who did this, but you can't murder him, old friend. Clark takes off his glasses. His face is determined. Jesus, I hate the way this guy fucking writes. Uh, The powerful eyes of a hero. I won't let you. How dare you? Bruce swings his terrible rage. I'm sorry, dude. Smashing the statue into Clark's face, heavy metal snapping off into his granite cheek. Not into. Off his granite cheek. You self-righteous son of a bitch. Bruce, please, stop being so fucking catty. Get the hell out of my house! Listen to me. Get out! Now! That was over the top as fuck. Get out! Now. A long beat. Then Clark only... Oh, then Clark can only... Damn it. Then Clark can only bow to shoulder his... I hate the way this guy fucking writes. A long beat, then Clark can only bow to shoulder his sadness, walking from the room and gone, over a flapping of wings. What? Bruce turns to face the doorway in the endless dark beyond. The leathery whisper of wings again, soft as a lullaby. Eyes close. Close. I'm sorry, eyes. Close. A man poised on the threshold of hell, deciding. Exterior, Gotham Cemetery, day, pouring rain. As the iron gates of the cemetery, policemen block off the entrance. Reporters, photographers, and cameramen cinch their raincoats and clutch umbrellas, kept at bay. Inside the cemetery, 
amongst the hundreds of headstones and holy statuary, a carnival mirror of the wedding. Wind rips. Mourners beneath umbrellas process, dropping white roses into an open grave. Bruce stands umbrella lesson. Oh, I'm sorry. Bruce stands umbrellaless and soaked in blacks in black coat and suit, staring forward, eyes empty. There are five graves. Two older headstones, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. Two newer, Richard Grayson and Alfred Pennyworth. So there's Alfred for you, Sean. Yeah. All are now joined by a foundation that reads, Never Forgotten. And then the newly hewn headstone, Elizabeth Miller Wayne, beloved wife. Across the cemetery, Clark watches from a grave, a grove of trees. He's drenched, wearing only a black suit. Um, there's a grave. <laughs> Bruce features, Bruce's features are set at, in, at the gravesite. Okay, at the gravesite. Bruce's features are set in stone. Thank you very much, music. We won't be needing you right now. <laughs> if there are years, they're lost in the windswept rain. Across the cemetery, Clark hides his face in his hands. He can bear no more, turning to walk away. Interior, Daily Planet, Perry White's office, day. I want to be Perry. Oh, I know you're Perry. Uh, sun breaks off the Metropolis skyline. A graying man stares out the window, his back to us, puffing a cigar. Perry White. Good story. He turns to face Clark, taps the headline of today's section. I'm sorry, today's edition on his desk. Terrorist man disappears from police. Terrorist mask. I do apologize. Terrorist mask disappears from police lockup. Thanks. Clark. Thanks. You didn't answer my question, Perry. White puffs a rolling... This is roiling? White puffs a roiling cloud of smoke, watches in dri- Watches it drift. I'm running out of... I don't know why it just says man. Jesus. I'm running out of reporters here, Kent. How long? Not long. A few days. A week. This over the thing with Lois? Clark glances up, surprised. White just smiles sadly. There are no secrets in a newsroom, son. Can you read it? Can you read it more like Lane Smith? There are no secrets in a newsroom, son. Much better. Much better. I like that you didn't even try to do the fucking southern accent, but you definitely got the fucking animated, you know, ah, identical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clark glances up. Oh, okay. White crosses. All right, we don't need that. White crosses puts his hand on Clark's shoulder. Listen, I've been through this myself. I don't like this at all. Listen, I've been through this myself. Just takes time is all. You're supposed to hurt. After all, you're only human. Clark manages to smile. One week. And don't get lost. Thanks. I'll do my best. White watches Clark go. A beat. Hits the news or hits the intercom. Olson, coming, chief. Coming to get killed in the first ten seconds of Batman vs Superman. That is, White's eyes widen, and he as he starts to speak. Then he just covers his face and shakes his head in perpetual dismay. Exterior: Wayne Manor, dusk. All the lights are dark. A house of the dead. Oh. Interior: Wayne Manor, library, dusk. Bruce. 
and close up. Asleep, eyes moving fast underneath lids. He he bolts awake, terrified of what we can never know. Wider. Bruce has been sleeping, sitting up in a corner corner on the floor. He still wears his funeral suit, dried on the bone. He rises into a room strewn with clothes and occasional signs of food and drink. In this great house, he lives only here. It's a weird way to fucking sentence structure. I don't think English is this guy's first language. I think he's trying to put extra fucking prosy yeah, flourishes on it. Trying way too fucking hard. Yep. He crosses to the open bookcase. He wants it to sing, you know? He crosses to the open bookcase portal and the blackness beyond. Stands facing off deep and dark like the soul of (laughs) shut the fuck up Stands facing off the darkness not the first time. Thank you very much over the sounds of flapping wings a Long beat Bruce loosens his tie steps into the terrible dark and gone Exterior over metropolis sunset Superman flies into the distance by the way. I like this too the fact that at least there's like Tonally diff- different. Yes. Like Metropolis doesn't look like Gotham. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Superman flies into the distance, growing smaller and smaller until he's the merest distant speck. Then, gone. Inter- See ya, Earth! <laughs> Interior access tunnel, Wayne Manor, night. Bruce walks forward in endless darkness. Stops. Authorization code, Wayne 1. Initiate reaction- reactivation sequence. Voice print. Confirmed. Wayne one. That's the best authorization code he could come up with. <laughs> it wouldn't take two seconds to figure that out. No one would ever figure it out. <laughs> now to put in my code for the Batcave. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> they guessed my other one. Love, sex, secret, and God. I mean, that was the whole thing. And then, <clears throat> and that's when it happens. Pull back from Bruce as one by one the lights start coming on to reveal. Interior. Batcave, long shot, night. Bruce stands on the very edge of a platform overlapping the immense five-story cavern. Overlooking the immense five-story cavern out of solid rock. Cave floors. It's just some description about the thing, and there's some crisscrossing irons. If you've ever seen the Batcave, this is it. Yes, it looks like the Batcave inside. Okay. Laboratories lined by supercomputers and below shuttered workshops and training rooms, below weapons storage, lower still the command center, and the crater's floor an empty circular vehicle platform facing a tunnel gaping maw. Welcome home. That's when all the lights begin to flash a searing white. Failsafe code required. Failsafe code required. Bruce begins to walk calmly down the stairways as now the lights flash red, bathing the cave in a bloody glow. Detonation sequence initiated. 30 seconds to cave destruct. Bruce continues down the walkways, pace even unhurried. 20 seconds to cave destruct. Interior bad cave, command level night. Bruce crosses the platform to the giant dark bat computer. It's called the bat computer. I I guess Aunt Harriet named it. Yeah. I bet everything's labeled clearly in the yes. fucking bat cave too, right? And the bat computer spits out like <laughs> tape. Teletape. Yeah, yeah teletape. <laughs> 
15 seconds to cave destruct. Bruce takes a beat, then sits gently in the command chair. 10 seconds to cave destruct. Bruce feels the familiar chair, runs the heels of his hands along the armrests. I don't know why we don't have any music, but whatever. Bruce feels the familiar chair. Blah, blah, blah. Five seconds to cave destruct. Four. Three. Bruce stares at his face reflected in the monitor. He leans back, closes his eyes in surrender. Two. One. Deactivate failsafe. Confirmation code. The red lights. S- well, hold on. Sadly, the confirmation code is missing from the script. It just says confirmation code. No, no, there's there's chunks of a word there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. So, uh... Make it up. He dies. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can't read it. Deactivate failsafe. Confirmation code, Bruce 1. <laughs> the red lights shunt. I don't know what that word means. It's when you shit, <laughs> it's when you shit in your cunt. The red lights shunt. Okay. Thank you, Sean. The red lights shunt to normal. Computer voice. Confirmed. Failsafe deactivated. Bruce bang- Bruce hangs his head, almost as in defeat. Then he looks up. Alfred, I need you. Oh my god, is this going to be like Highlander 2 where he just shouts Alfred's name and he comes back to life? We are brothers! <laughs> I think... E- even though we were of no relation in the first movie... Oh, it is him. Hmm. All right. A voice, stoic and familiar. At your service. A figure steps out of the shadows, elegant in his... Tales. Tales. Alfred Pennyworth. It's been a long time, sir. Five years, if I'm correct. Bruce just stares at his old friend. For like an hour. Yeah. (laughs) He just... Credits. He's like, hold on, hold on. Batman's retiring. This is the conversation. Alfred, it's time for Batman to retire. I can't do this anymore. Jolly good, sir. I'll, I'll, Here's the thing, though. Shall I die, then? We're going to have to fake your death, and you have to live in the cave all by yourself for probably forever. But that's not the point of Batman. <laughs> To hold his butler, his trust, his faithful butler hostage. Where are we? Oh, we're in Kansas, Sean. We're not in Kansas anymore. Um, Bruce just stares at his old friend. What's the matter? I'm trying to get my headphones to work right. Okay. Why do you have the speakers on? I don't. Well, that's why we heard the fucking... Uh, no, you don't. God damn it. What? Just my, my right ear is gone. Huh. And it comes back sometimes, but I can't get it to... There's like one magic little spot. Sean, listen. Exterior, roadway, Kansas night. Headlights sweep, a road sign. Smallville, population 1644. A big, old, white Ford Galaxy drives down a dusty asphalt road, heading for the town in the distance. Can you hear now? I, well enough. Exterior, Smallville, Town Square, night. The Ford moves slowly through. No one around. All the storefronts are closed. Lights out. 
Barbershop General Store Hardware, America's Heartland. In the Ford, Clark watches out his open window, taking it all in. Exterior, Kent Farm, night. Clark's, I'm sorry, Clark's car navigates a long dirt road, arriving at a dark two-story Edward Hopper-esque farmhouse. Beyond, there is a large barn, silo, 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 and windmill. Clark parks the car and gets out. He look, he look. I'm sorry. He locks. Looks above. Damn it. He locks above. I'm sorry. He looks above to the beautiful night sky. The universe dense, dense with vivid stars. Interior, Kent, Kent House, entryway, night. Clark enters. Pocketing, pocketing keys. keys. Something in the front hall. Half for a long moment. Takes a deep breath. Interior Kent House. Clark's room. Night. Moonlit. Trophies on shelves. Smallville pennants on the wall. Framed pictures over the creaky bed. And Clark standing in the open door, staring at this room just as he left it. Clark removes something from his jacket. It's an oil cloth, which he lays on the old wooden desk unfolds it within a within is a plastic bag marked police evidence do not tamper close on the bag inside a familiar face stares back at him the terrorist mask grinning up through mad empty eyes interior bat cave night bruce stands over the bat computer removes a silver case from his jacket from within he lifts the small bumblebee dart dart he took from Elizabeth's neck. Alfred stands nearby, watching. Wait a second. So, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, is found with his murdered fiance in on their honeymoon, and the only evidence that anyone other than him murdered her is in his pocket. Yeah, he took it out and kept it on him. Balls of, I mean, when you're rich, man, I guess. I Fucking guess. balls of steel, right? Uh, yeah, Bruce, say the line. I need a full workup on this. Spectrographic, toxicology, DNA. Search for any matches. Bruce lays the dart on a scanning panel set into the main console. The panel glows a moment. No recorded DNA matches besides your own. No abnormal radiations. The dart... I'm oh, sorry closes oh sorry it says he does the the dart the do- closes the oh the dart doses no it's, he's it, he's just misspelling does the dart does contain a nerve toxin consistent with a compound used by the joker bruce crosses the cave yeah i fucking figured that <laughs> she really she laughed to death that must be the penguin <laughs> why why haunt me with the ghost of a dead man? Why did she have to die? Why not me? If I may be so bold, sir, who might she be? Bruce just looks at him, then turns to the giant dark wall. Oh, dude, Alfred's dead. Yeah. He's hallucinating Alfred. Yeah. I think there's some Scarecrow shit going on. You think Scarecrow is, is posing as the Joker? I think the Joker and Scarecrow are maybe working together. Mm, that'd and be interesting. Because Scarecrow would be the one giving him hallucinations. That would be interesting, actually. 
I would like to see that. Okay. Uh, he looks at the dark wall. Reactivate the surveillance net. The wall suddenly flickers, revealing hundreds of small monitors now starting now starting to glow into life. Monitor all law enforcement bands, judicial databases, street cameras, and prison surveillance systems. On the wall, monitors now show images of street corners, offices, courtrooms, even prison cells. Standard protocols. Alert for keywords. Joker. Elizabeth Wayne. Batman. Kryptonite. Mask. Superman. In progress. Bruce is staring at his old friend again. Is something wrong, sir? You just seem so... real. It is how you programmed me, sir. A beat. Then Bruce nods. What now, sir? His answer, when it comes, seems full of as much sadness as it does determination. Now, I go to work. On the command center level, Bruce crosses to a shining steel door and keypad. He punches buttons as the... <laughs> Why are my parents dead? <laughs> as the door opens, a light gleams down upon the bat... Ooh, that was perfect timing. The Batman costume and cowl, hung in storage. Armed, armored, and, armored, and jet black, awaiting resurrection. Interior: Clark's room, late night. Clark has fallen asleep on the bed, fully dressed. Dressed. A woman's voice is heard gently calling from downstairs. Clark, Clark. Something about that, and then... Clark's uh, awakening, yawning or something, and goes downstairs. Interior, Kent House, late night. Clark comes downstairs into the dark, empty hallway. Sorry. No one here. By the way, um, I think we're on like an hour and a few minutes. So, just so you know. Um, dark, I'm sorry. Clark comes downstairs into the dark, empty hallway. No one here. Though he remains alone, quiet voices are heard. I'll do the father's voice, you the mother's voice. You're special, son. There's no denying it. From the day that rocket ship crashed down. Well, of course, we always knew you were destined for greater things. There's a whole wide world beyond Smallville. A world that needs you. Maybe. <laughs> Interior. Kent House Kitchen Night. Clark enters. Touches his mother's apron, still hanging on the pantry peg. We should really be doing those in the echo thing, because it's like they're flashbacks. Right? Mm. Looks at his father's old pipe pack. Is that what it is? Pack? Pipe rack. Pipe rack. Looks at his father's old pipe rack. Human beings are good, Clark. Deep down, they just get lost sometimes. They just need someone to show them the way. Maybe that's why you're here. Maybe that's your destiny. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge Clark lowers his head alone with his ghosts <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> like I'm sorry John <laughs> you still you still have Ham, you still have the Hamlet's ghost effect on your voice sorry about that Hamlet's father's ghost you cunt all right exterior over Gotham City night um do we want to end there maybe yeah let's end there with okay. Clark lowers his head alone with his ghosts yeah, grieving all right Let's end there.
right, guys. Um, so that was uh, the second episode of Asylum. Man, that uh, that was a dark act for us. Yeah, but I mean, it, it started off really? pretty dark for Clark, but uh, like all happy and splashing in the water for, for Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. We we really should have fucking known better. We really should have fucking better known better to quote Vincent Vega. We we did know better. The instant that bitch turned up, we're like, she's gonna die. Well, we knew she was gonna die, but it was kind of like. I do remember being surprised by the the Joker. The, you know, the second she started laughing, I got a chill. I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, oh, it was, yes, it was good. It was right? really cool. Yeah, very cool. Very very nice. I like this. I like where this is going, but uh, certainly it's definitely not without its problems. I mean, they could have done it much more hacky. I mean, they could have had him like go to the movies to watch Zorro with his wife. Well, he did almost run over a fucking family. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was a little uh, coming from a movie. That was a bit stupid. Yeah, but imagine if say, he had hit the parents, and then the kids survive, and yeah. then he, like... And then kills would, Batman. <laughs> no, no, he would just, like, dedicate his life to traffic safety. <laughs> traffic man! <laughs> I'm Cone Man. I, I will say this. I I have always, like, when it when I first saw Batman, the, the, the Burton one, um, this didn't really sit with me, but... Once I had it on video and I was watching it all the fucking time, it really did bother me that uh, in the beginning of it, you see basically the same exact thing. Yeah, a family. Yeah, a family. And, and, and instead of you know it just happening, in this case, Bruce gets the criminals right away as Batman. I, that always did kind of bother me. It is a little bit on the nose, so to speak, to use the industry term. Yeah, but at least here they just—he's just driving past the family, and that's it. They don't spend a whole fucking scene doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it's not as special as when you see the Joker kill him, his parents later. I feel like it would be a better impact if that—the first well, time you saw that. But I mean, that's exactly what he. Uh, um you know, wanted to prevent, and so Batman is preventing what happened to him from happening again. That's poetic in a way. Yeah. But remember, that was the... It was a, a brave new world for superhero films. I mean, there was there was nothing like that at that point. Batman broke the mold. And it's fucking super cheese by today's standards. But at the time, it was like, oh man, that's so dark. It wasn't that cheesy. Watch it now, man. It's cheesy. Every time he turns, he flails his cape around like Liberace. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I've always liked it. No, it's still good. It just doesn't really. No, I mean hold I've up. always liked when he does that with his with it. Oh, when well, he can't move his head. Remember he how he looks head? up. I know. I'm. Oh God. I can't. I'm sorry. I literally do love that. I think it fucking. I mean, it's the kind of thing that I don't. When I see him do it, it doesn't take me out of the movie. When I watched Batman Begins, it answered a question that I'd always had about Batman, which was, really, how does a guy dressed as a bat strike terror? Get all the on your press. Sorry. But how does that person strike terror into criminals? Like when you like before he builds his legend well, of being Batman, you see him, it's, oh, shit, that's Batman. I'm scared now. Before the legend is built, though, before you know who that guy is and he turns up dressed as a bat, why are you going to be scared of him? 
and in Batman Begins, that scene on the docks with all the shipping containers where he's just coming out of nowhere and just grabbing people and pulling them into the dark. I was like, oh, that's how. Yeah, yeah. It's because criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're scared of circus costumes. They were in the uh, in the uh, 30s and 40s. They were, because uh, in the 30s and 40s, you just didn't see circus costumes very often. Let me ask you this. Would you, would you ever go see... They would never make this. But would you ever go see a big-budget Hollywood adaption, adaptation of the... Like the the Silver Age Batman, you know Bill Finger and all that stuff with Robin, like when it was corny. I mean, yeah, I would see it. Yeah, I just I don't. That's not Batman to me, though. I mean, honestly, it was Batman for a long fucking time. Yeah, it was the standard for a long time. When did it get really dark? Because people always gave credit to Bob Kane, and that's really not fair, actually. Well. Batman started dark, but remember, Batman came out in 1939, and Robin came around yeah. in 1940. Yeah. So no, it, it no. was 11 months later that Robin was on the scene, and then suddenly everything's happier and can't. Like when Robin bursts onto the scene, it's the remember the cover is Batman holding that remember, paper yeah. thing that people would burst through, and yeah. Batman's all smiling, that big old drum, yeah, and and Robin's bursting through, and he's all smiling, yeah, and it was like that from 1940 up through, um, you know, the mid 60s, and then in the the late 60s, early 70s, it started getting a little more grounded, um, but it wasn't until 85 that Frank Miller was like, man. We forgot what Batman was. So it's 45 years of Batman's history. That's more than half of Batman. He was... Um, well, I mean, in the 70s, it wasn't campy. But... So... But he didn't get really dark until 85 with Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And I mean, then... and I mean, then, it, was really, it was really dark then, but it had been somewhat dark at that point, you know. Right? Um, I wouldn't say... In the 80s? I wouldn't say dark. Jason Todd dies? That was later. That was in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like 88, 87, 88. Oh, so it was really late in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, and, you know, they, they changed... Uh, well, yeah, because Jason Todd dying was post-crisis. Crisis was 86. Now, Remember the, before... What is, what is crisis? Crisis was uh, when DC just wiped the slate clean on all their continuity and started over. So pre-crisis, Jason Todd's origin was, and stop me if this sounds familiar, he was a circus acrobat whose parents were killed in a trapeze accident, and Batman takes him under his wing. Oh yeah, that's Aquaman's origin story. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Jason Todd had literally the same exact origin as Dick Grayson. Yeah. And then post-crisis, Jason Todd's origin was, he was a street kid that Batman caught trying to boost tires off the Batmobile. And took him under his wing. Yeah. I actually like that. <laughs> and, he, and he was always uh, a little um, difficult. Like, oh, yeah, he wasn't as... as uh... he, he didn't follow orders. He was rebellious. And uh, there's, there's one issue where they heavily imply that he threw a guy off a balcony and let him die. Hmm. I bet uh, Batman was totally okay with that, though, right? 
It was one of those things where Batman's like, "You crazy kid!" He was. He was like, "So what happened with that guy?" And Robin's just like, "What guy?" I took care of him. It's fine. <laughs> you're you're Gotham's greatest detective. You don't need to look into this though. Yeah. <laughs> it literally was like a like the reader has to decide. Mm. If uh, if Robin off the guy or not? Much like the reader had to decide if Jason died or not. Yes, yes, the reader did have to decide that, and they overwhelmingly said, "Yeah, let's kill that fucker." <laughs> yeah, it's been Robin has always been a point of contention with with the fans. He got undead now, though. What do you mean? He's not dead anymore. So he's a zombie. No. So here, be so great as zombie. So here's Robin. what happened. Do you remember when I was telling you about the whole crisis thing and about how Super Superboy Prime punched the universe and made things change? I do actually remember that. Yes. So when Superboy Prime punched the universe, one of the things that happened was Jason Todd came back to life in his grave six months after being killed by the Joker, and then was mad that Bruce Wayne had given up on him. Given up on him because he died. Yes. So he went and uh, got trained by Ra's al Ghul. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, so it basically... Liam Neeson's is my shit. Yeah. So it basically, like, Superboy punches the universe. Almost nothing changes except for him getting out. Except one of the things that changes, one of the, like, three things in the universe that changes in the universe is a Jason Todd suddenly came back to life six months after he died and has been secretly training with the League of Assassins all these years in between. And now he's a bad guy called the Red Hood. Or an anti-hero. The Red Hood, which was Joker's original. Yeah. So when when he first came came back around, when they introduced him, it was so fucking sporadic. They had no idea what they were doing with this character. In one issue, he'd be murdering people in another issue, he'd be saving people. Like, they, like, literally, you just, like, jump around reading different comics with him in it, and they, they didn't know who he was. Now, Dick Grayson, when the original Jason Todd thing happened, excuse me, in the 80s, he, had, he hadn't died yet, right? Dick Grayson never died. I thought he died in Dark Knight Returns, or Dark Knight, uh, the Frank Miller one. I don't think they ever mentioned what happened to Dick. Because he was a mutant in that. Wasn't he? No. Yeah. I don't believe so. Yeah. Because there's a bit, there's a shot where you see a mutant in front of the gigantic fucking Batmobile and Bruce literally says, you know, the Batmobile, that's what you would have called it, Dick. Such a name. Of no, course. no, he's not talking to that guy. Who's he talking to? He says, he calls him Dick. He's, he's not talking to that guy. He's talking abstractly to Dick Grayson. He's remembering Dick Grayson. It's been a long time. Because it's establishing that that. that he needs a Robin. And shortly after that is when that girl, Carrie Kelly, puts on the Robin suit and comes and saves him. Okay. I literally am now just realizing I haven't actually read The Dark Knight since, um, probably since it came out, actually. In, in, uh, because I was like, 90 when I read it in 1990 when I read it Anthony who played the Joker in my back no it came out in 85 so yeah but I don't think you read it when you were six 1990 is what I'm saying I read it um but uh so he never does he 
have any? I, I, they're implying does, that does Dick he have was any? Dead. Does he have any romantic infatuation in, in, together with uh, Robin, the girl? She was twelve. She was twelve. Yeah, she was oh, a little okay. girl. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. All right, then I guess not. Anyway, why are we talking about all this still? I don't know. know. We should uh, probably wrap it up. You know, get a get a move on. To our grab something to eat and then do another podcast, a different or, one from this one. Or as far as the audience here is concerned, let's listen to the next episode of Asylum in one week from yeah, today. That's right. And uh, follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, or Twitter at the Ferris House, and uh, subscribe. Yeah, just subscribe. click subscribe there on iTunes. You'll get us every week, every Tuesday, uh, in your podcast app like magic. Oh wait, so it's Tuesday now? Is Table Reads on iTunes? There you go, folks. And uh, you know, listen to our other podcast uh, uh, that we do together, uh, Touche El Douche. Every uh, every Sunday we have that, and that's also on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you next time. Right, Sean. Same bat time, same bat podcast. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. <laughs> Fuck.